Uh, one of the major changes to come, um, different from the last phase, uh, was the closure of the main entrance of the high school. The actual main entrance there, as you walk up to the building, the gym's on the left, the main entrance of the high school's on the right. That's closed. Uh, unless you traipse through the mud or the grass or uh, some of those areas. And um, what we've done is, uh, many of you are familiar with this entrance because many of you like to use it for an event in the auditorium. We call them the art doors. They're around on the uh, other side from the main entrance back by the loading dock. Um, there's, a, there's an area back there. And it's off of that parking lot that's between the high school and the middle school. That is the main entrance to the high school right now. And we do ask that you use that area. And uh, we have put signs up and we're going to put some more up next week uh, to help direct the flow of traffic. But you, can, you cannot drive along the front of the high school. Traffic is directed over past the stadium and around. Uh, and with this rain now, I'm, I'm sure it's pretty muddy <laughs> and, uh, and all that from all the uh, earth-moving equipment out there. Uh, but they are keeping the trenches with stone and, and all of that, and, and we just uh, will continue to monitor that. But over around by that new entrance, we have marked some handicap spots. We have marked some visitor spots. And uh, that's, that's going to be that way uh, pretty much the rest of the fall. Uh, maybe uh, mid to late November until we can get the, the, all the work done in front of the building. And uh, it's a mess right now, but when it's done, I can't help but think people will love it. There'll be a circle drive that does come considerably closer to the school uh, than the uh, other drive did, and uh, that'll be beneficial on those rainy days. Um, but uh, just be a lot safer situation out in the parking lot when that's all done. But as with all the other parts of this project, we do have to get from this part of the project to the end. And so um, just continue to use caution. We'll continue to post signs, um, but just uh, pay close attention to all of that. Uh, on the flip side, uh, just realizing there is hope in the future you can looking up the bus drive uh, up into that area on the north side of the school that's done and the grass is growing uh, this rain this rain has been good for that uh, but the all the straw is starting to turn green from the grass coming up and uh, and that's pretty exciting to begin to see see those portions being done okay let's move on to some other things i want to talk today about the north adams community schools wellness policy We've had a wellness policy for many years, and we continue to uh, have that. The focus of that policy is improving the health of students. And it talks about things we will do with uh, the nutrition they eat, the things we won't allow in the schools, uh, the emphasis on exercise. And uh, that policy is developed by the Health and Wellness Advisory Council, and that includes teachers and parents, administrators, and, uh, and our nurses. Uh, you may actually view that policy uh, and uh, including the other important information uh, from our Nutrition Service Department website. And if you're interested in helping to improve health and wellness of our students, we invite you to join that committee. We welcome individuals to serve on and or take leadership roles with that committee and help make a difference. So uh, that committee will be meeting again uh, for this school year here in a couple of weeks. 
And truly, you know, a lot of people ask sometimes, you know, I don't want to substitute teach and, and I don't want to commit to those long-term sort of things, but I'd sure like to help out, volunteer at the school. Here would be an area that if, if you are a, a, a proponent of exercise and, and you are really conscious about health in your own family, we would welcome you to be a part of that committee. Uh, you can call uh, the central office again, ask for Cindy. Uh, she'll be the one that'll answer the phone most likely and just tell them, tell her that you'd like to become involved and I know we can get you connected with the right people. Want to take a moment to talk about our boys cross country team. The boys cross country team made history last Saturday by winning the school's first conference championship. And uh, the runners on that varsity team were Jordan Garliner, Isaac Filling, Blaine Johnson, Kyle Lawson, Nevin Ryan, Emerson Brown, Nick Corral, and then, of course, of course Coach Randy Heisner. Uh, the JV team won that reserve meet, and uh, they were led by first place finisher Devin Geis. So, uh, great job, boys. And that's just the conference champ. Uh, we are uh, looking forward to it, and I'll come back to that in a little bit when I talk about athletic updates. But they're having a great season, and uh, we just uh, are excited for that. And, um, you know, some people do things for a long time, and other people uh, do things for even longer. And uh, let, let's just say Coach Heisner's uh, been the boys' cross-country coach probably as long as anybody can even remember. Uh, because he has been a part of that program and actually retired from teaching last spring and and asked hey he said can I still keep coaching cross country and of course we were happy to uh, have him do that um, of course I don't know with all this success that they're having I hope he doesn't think that's that's the catalyst to say maybe this is it we would love for him to stay a part of the program also in athletics it's that time of year. Uh, the fall sports are winding down. So let me just kind of let you know where things are at. And uh, that will change here in the next few weeks. But for right now, boys tennis was uh, runner-up in the sectional. But Cole Schifferly moved on in the number one singles position. So uh, his next match is still yet to be determined. But he is still carrying forward the Belmont uh, emblem in tennis. Of course, we mentioned the boys' cross-country team, and both the boys' and the girls' cross-country teams will be competing in the sectionals tomorrow, and, uh, and that is on the Belmont campus. I'm thinking it might be a little wet uh, for that event, but they will run it anyway, uh, and that will be uh, an opportunity to really uh, move those two programs on through the tournament. Girls' soccer was also the Northeast Indiana 8 champs, and they had a season record of 16-0-2. They did not lose this year. They did have two matches that ended in ties. But they, uh, they've just had an outstanding year. They won last evening in their first portion of the sectional. And now they'll be playing Bishop Lures uh, probably, I think that is tomorrow, uh, about 7. And... Uh, Volleyball ended their regular season last night, and they will uh, begin their sectional play on Saturday, October 13th, and that's over at Norwell. Of course, the football team's still deep into their season, 
and they travel to DeKalb tonight and uh, for a 7 o'clock contest. So things are winding down, but as far as tournament play, they're just winding up, and so stay tuned. And as I do many times on this program, we are Adams County, and while some of you that listen to me every week, I know you do because you tell me that, you're not a North Adams family, but you have schools that you're grandchildren or children attend and those schools too have students participating be a supporter and uh, be a part of whichever school uh, your family is associated with we'd like to now recognize some students um, and we have uh, the high school students of the month for september uh, the uh, freshman is isaac rubel isaac's the son of becky and joe rubel and Isaac says his favorite class in high school is geometry because he has always loved math and because he has an open mind and ready to learn. And it comes easy for him. Uh, hold that thought, Isaac, because uh, that's great. And keep in mind that math is one of those subjects when that doesn't come easy for uh, everybody. But uh, congratulate him on that. Outside of class, Isaac wrestles, plays baseball, and uh, he enjoys playing frisbee and dodgeball. Isaac received four separate nominations from teachers, the most any student has received in any one month. Uh, well done, Isaac. Sophomore of the month is Heavenly Price. Heavenly is the daughter of Janet Price, and Heavenly has a passion for cooking and baking and spends a lot of her free time cooking for her family. Because of this interest, she says that nutrition and wellness uh, with Mrs. Mitchum is her favorite class. I'll have to talk to her about being on the wellness committee as a student representative. That would just be outstanding. Heavenly's teachers and administrators are impressed with her determination to be successful in school and how hard she's been working to improve her grades. Uh, so we congratulate her. In the junior class, Brendan Gilbert. Brendan is the son of Ian and Erica Gilbert. Brendan says his favorite class so far in high school has been AP World History with Mr. Ream. He says that was his favorite because his first true it was his first truly challenging course. Mr. Ream was great and history is interesting. Outside of class, Brendan is in the Band of Braves, drum major, and then also plays soccer and is a member of Sad and Salt and enjoys keeping fish tanks and gardening and being involved with church groups. And we congratulate Brendan. The senior student is Jordan Meyer. Jordan is the son of Kathy Meyer. Jordan's favorite class of his high school career has been Mr. Randy Heisner's English class. Jordan says Mr. Heisner not only taught about English, but life in general. Outside of class, Jordan is a member of the, the high school track team and enjoys fishing and basketball in his free time. And uh, we just congratulate Jordan. We also have a high school teacher of the month, and for September, that's Mr. Mike Ream. Mr. Ream teaches AP World History, AP U.S. History, and U.S. History. He must be a history teacher. What do you think of that? Mr. Ream attended Indiana University Bloomington and graduated with a degree in secondary social studies education. He then received his master's degree in education at IPFW, which, as we know, is no longer the name of that institution in Fort Wayne. Uh, but outside of school, he spends time with his family, which includes his wife of 13 years, Tara, their two sons, Jack, who is 12, and Grayson, who is 8. 
Much of his family time is spent at soccer with his boys, but he also enjoys traveling sports, listening to music, and attending concerts. Mr. Reem says that he feels the best part of teaching is watching a student succeed when they don't feel like they are very successful and also enjoys watching aha moments and viewing the students and the viewing the students get something and understanding something that they just didn't seem to get a handle on. And uh, we congratulate him uh, for all of his hard work and working hard at Belmont High School. The middle school also had some students of the month, Jason Hicks. Uh, Jason is uh, the uh, fifth grade student, and he uh, consistently encourages his peers, always respectful to adults, and has a great work ethic and is reliable. If he is confused about something in class, he is not afraid to raise his hand and ask for help. And we are proud of Jackson. Uh, Lydia Simmerman. There are many challenges that often exist for students who move to a new school. This has not been the case for Lydia. In addition to Lydia quickly making friends, she has also smoothly made the transition with academics. Each day she comes to school with a kind, cheerful, respectful attitude. She has enthusiasm for learning and often goes above and beyond in her work. Not only is she an exceptional person and student, but Lydia is a student athlete who manages her time well. And the sixth grade team is very proud of her. And I just want to make a comment. You know, many students have to change schools. And it is hard. And we know it's hard. Um, and we just uh, commend Lydia for that extra effort it takes to make that transition. In the seventh grade, Alex Fosnaw is a kind and hardworking kid. Treats others with kindness and never having a harsh word for anyone. He works hard in his classes, asking for extra help when needed. Sets goals for himself and for his grades and wanting to make the honor roll and do well. He's an excellent role model for his classmates. And in the eighth grade, we have Sydney Farmer. She's very diligent with her schoolwork and she goes out of her way to help others uh, in class. Sydney's very quiet in class, but she leads by example. And she, the teachers are excited to have her as the eighth grade student for this month. And... Uh, with time running out here, just a couple of uh, announcements, uh, calendar events. Uh, we have a school board meeting coming up on Tuesday, and uh, fall break is coming up on October the 22nd. Uh, during that week, and parent-teacher conferences for Southeast are on Thursday, this are on Wednesday the 17th, and for Northwest, they're on Thursday the 18th. And uh, believe it or not. Uh, the end of the nine weeks for high school and middle school is next Friday. First nine weeks has uh, quickly gone past. And with that, I think we'll call it a day. Thank you, sir. Brent Lehman, superintendent for North Adams Schools here on WZBD 92.7 FM. <laughs>